Take that! This is Hunting Humbug 101 with me, Theo Clark. This is a rebroadcast of an original episode first recorded with my father, Jeff Clark. Welcome to Hunting Humbug 101 with me, Theo Clark. And in this episode, I'm actually starting off by myself. This is a special edition, a Mind Body Wallet edition. Recently, the Mind Body Spirit Festival was held in Brisbane, and I went along with my father Jeff and also my mother Kathy, and these and my son. These are our adventures uh, at the Mind Body Spirit, and also our impressions of it. In this, I've also got some recordings of people that were selling things and running stalls at Mind Body Spirit. I've altered their voices so so they can remain anonymous. The reason why I have them is so we can hear the kinds of things that they genuinely are trying to say and that they genuinely believe. And I think it's really important to try and understand and see the types of um, services and uh, belief systems that people are offering up in terms of health and the potential dangers that they have in some of the claims that they're making, especially in terms of claims regarding uh, you know people's health and well-being. So... But in order to protect their identities, I have altered their voices. Um, and I think that you, it just basically I've given you a quick snapshot of some of the things that you hear when you go to these mind, body, spirit festivals. So let's get on with the show. It starts now. All right, so we're just on the way to the Mind, Body, Wallet Festival in Brisbane. Uh, sorry, Mind, Body, Spirit. What, I don't know what possessed me to say that. Um, and I'm uh, going with my dad, Jeff, and my mum, Kathy, as well, and also my son. Want to say hello, mum? Hello, everyone. That was really quiet. I should say it again. Hello. Okay. Hello. You just got to, like, talk normally, not like you're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, it's just a normal conversation. There's nothing to it. Too late. Too late. <laughs> and that's my son there having a joining the conversation. So we're going to go see a couple of interesting talks, and we will report back to you later. This has had a huge part to play in us. I call 2012 the knowing of the dimensions. I call it the cosmic kiss, the divine cosmic kiss. So what happens is we become our own children. You think about somebody, and the next moment you're on the phone to them. Who does that happen to? You think about them, and then suddenly they're in you, and they send you an email. Suddenly we're being Telstra. No, we don't need Telstra, we just go straight to the source, yeah? Just beam into that person's high self, we don't need telephones anymore. But I believe that's where we're going. So people are becoming more psychic, people are becoming more mature. Did you hear that, Dad? We no longer need telephones. We can just beam into the person's higher psychic energy. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. That was, that was an interesting uh, thing with everybody saying stuff and hearing stuff that they wanted to hear. She just knew everything. 
just error for the wisdom within. You don't need to actually learn anything else. It's just within. You just, you just ask yourself within and well, you get the answer. Yeah, it, it reminds me of when I was a youth, there were these Billy Graham crusades in Australia and there were people testifying, you know, yeah. and they found Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And the kind of rhetoric is pretty similar. Like, she's found crystals. He's uh, just recently become a born again. So what were you doing before you started? 
they are still in. I'm still in the school teacher. Yeah. Okay, so what do you, what do you teach? I'm a science teacher. Once again, legacy. What are you going to leave behind? Uh, I want everyone to do it. I'm getting my family to do it. There's a group of my family's in business. They come and they're going to get the course. Um, you got to be in it. Yeah. So you got to actually... Yeah, well, on a teacher's salary, it probably it helps to be part of the financial stuff. Business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he said, well, you instead of me working for my money, I'm getting my money to work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going to keep going with the teaching? Or uh, no, no, this, this will slow down. In, in five years, yeah. my goal, because I've written my goal out, yeah. I plan much on teaching, yeah. but it's, I love it. Yeah. So I'll do, I'll do my casual days here and there, in the game. Possibly trying to get this in the kids. Yeah. Mate, the only are when you're going to learn about finances today. How many, how many teachers taught you how to uh, share trade yeah. at a white house? Or how to get a local bank? None. So I'm already trying to angle this into my year 11 school students. Yeah. 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 by two frequencies coming together at opposite angles and they cancel each other out. So what? what? Where, what are those frequencies? Where are they? Okay, so this, this, this has a volcanic mash in it. That's good. Uh, so it's a pendant or something you wear, do you? Yeah, it's greater for its particular frequencies and then it's fused together at a molecular level. Sorry, I have to... It's hard my ignorance. What do you mean by the frequencies of that? Okay, okay so everything has a frequency. Like crystals yep. have a particular frequency. Um, mobile phones have a frequency, radio frequency. Yeah, yeah. So frequency is measurable. Yeah. Yep. And it kind of, yeah, there's different frequencies. There's radio, radio waves. It's all a few different um, Okay, so if you get two frequencies and you put them opposite each other, and they're moving together, but they're opposite, then when they come together, they cancel each other out. Okay, yeah. Yep. So same frequency. Same frequency, yeah. And so when that happens, it creates like a resonance is the result of that. It's like in that, um, as they come together, it's called zero point energy. Okay, yeah. yeah and it goes kind of like that out. Outwards. And what it does is it neutralizes everything around So what it does to us is it has a balancing and neutralizing effect on our energy field. So any blockages in our energy system or anything like that, it starts to dissolve and it um, increases the energy through the system. So it works on your cells as well. Like water is a really big part of it. Like if you, you wear this, but then you also energize water with this, and you drink, you know, you drink the energized water, and and also both combined have a huge effect. Okay. So the scale of energy, sorry, you're making around the frequency. And so is that independent? No, the the frequencies are in the ash. So the particular frequencies that they're after, they've graded the ash to find those frequencies. Um, once those frequencies are found, the, well, the particular planet bash, it's fused together at really high temperature. So naturally, I mean, that happens naturally when it's the volcano, you guys do. Oh no, that's done by nanotechnology. Oh, by nanotechnology? Well, it's at a molecular level, so I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. So they've, yeah, they've found their volcanic ash, they've gone, okay, this is what we need, and then they put it together on a molecular level and oh. create. And we've got this another one place. But it doesn't have the same energizing effect on the body. These block out, whereas they, these actually energize you. These energize you as well, yeah. Quite significant.
like if you work in front of a computer and things like that. Yeah, you just put it on your computer. Yeah, or if you're wearing it, it doesn't feel Yeah, so it really protects you against that. You won't feel like as tired, as uh, like drained in your head as well. Yeah. Get a I just wonder where the name came from. Is it anything to do with Christianity or? Ah, uh, yes. The spirit of Christ. What particular uh, branch? Uh, it's this is a group of different okay. people from different communities. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So around different areas, um, Brisbane, Bombay. Yeah, so the spiritual community that um, focuses on the prophetic and healing and those kinds of things. Encounter, facilitating actual encounters with the spirit of Christ, you know. Yes, but you can, can you do that simultaneously with conventional stuff as well? Oh, not usually because the uh, people who take notes are faithful notes and expect to be helpful in this society. Hey, the help comes from thinking about chemistry so that the two different ways of working. Well, because like if I've had a, what did I have recently, I had, a, um, had an infection that had antibiotics, but I also thought about it and prayed about it as well, but that, is that okay or to do, like, work, work together or not? It works better if it's purely on prayer. Well, this woman, um, uh, she, um, you can read about her. She was um, guided by spirit to channel through this modality, which works with uh, Christ frequency. Okay. Oh, that- uh, this is the Master Christ template. It brings, it's, 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 it, it's an amazing book. Um, I had a similar background. This, she's channeled it through. It is worth a read. It, it, it's a bit mind-blowing. It will shift your perception. It is about the technology behind the cross consciousness, which is anchoring back on the planet now. Um, and there's it's a lot to it. It's very comprehensive, quite scientific in nature. It's an amazing... But even looking at the contents, you can see um, the shifting out of that... Um, that patriarchal frequency things are ancient but it depends how that comes through and being translated do you know what I mean the Bible was written by man see how he's interpreted that whereas um, she's coming through more on a technological I was just talking to someone else about the um, this this stuff here this um quantum science with zero point energy and frequencies and that kind of stuff. Well, science is slowly getting on top of it. They haven't been able to prove it because they can't see it. But now quantum physics is starting to feel those frequencies and radio waves which is happening on the planet. My recommendation, if you feel drawn to, would be experience a healing and feel that frequency within you because it, it's profound. And these are words. You know what I mean? It does contain a healing, the book, I must admit. It took me a while to read it. The trick is not to go into your head. <laughs> okay, so we're on our way back from the Mind Body Wallet uh, in Brisbane, and yeah, we came across quite a few uh, interesting different uh, beliefs, many of them contradictory to one another. Um, and yeah, it was really quite 
amazing. I've never seen so much bullshit together in one room and so many credulous people nodding along and just taking everything that these people are saying at face value and just nodding at it and agreeing with it. And as you probably heard in some of my things when I questioned people, they really actually didn't have any answers or understanding of what they were talking about. They just heard these things have been spilled onto them and they just parrot them back and as soon as you ask them any kind of question they're just like, oh I don't know. So it was quite interesting. I, I had a dark thought while I was there. I, I thought just how much the gene pool could be improved if the roof fell in. Yeah, and taking one for the team. Okay. So uh, we'll take a, bit, a few sceptics would be taken out, sure, but maybe we'd be doing... Well, when we, when we, when we were coming in, we thought, we thought it's possible that one day there'd be so many sceptics going to these mind, body and wallet festivals that actually there'd be more sceptics there than actual believers. And so uh, I, I saw freakish-looking people and I thought, well... They might be yes, a sceptic. They could yeah. be sceptics. Um, but I wasn't sure yeah. in most cases. But I've, the thing I find is having these stalls absolutely right next door to each other and a, a lane of them uh, where you can walk past these mutually contradictory um, worldviews is how on earth does a, a person who's looking for something a bit mystical and strange, how on earth do they choose between them? It, 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 it must be serendipity or they just, um, the person who's on the stall on the day happens to do a better job do a better job, and so they become one of those people. But yeah. the, the therapies are mutually exclusive or not anything to do with each other. And in, in a way, it's a denial of alternative therapies when they're all there together. Mm. And, and it's not, not as if they're all, say, against mainstream medicine and all for every modality of alternative medicine because they're, they're actually against other modalities of alternative medicine. So contradictory to one. They, when you ask them about it, they, what I did is, is I showed them a flyer from another one I'd been to and say, oh, they're talking about frequency vibrations and this one too. Is that the same kind of thing? And then they'd cry and be polite about it but still kind of say, imply theirs was the better one. Um, and, and then the worst ones, the ones that start chucking in stuff like um, quantum physics is finally catching up to what we already knew and talk about zero-point energy and scalar fields. And you ask about it, they don't have a clue what they're talking about. They don't understand any of the physics behind any of it. It's just embarrassing. Um, but, you know, that's fine because 90% of the, 99% of the people they talk to uh, won't at all be able to question that at all. And... Um, well, if I can jump in there, a highlight for me, which was one of my inspired moments, and it wasn't planned beforehand, but I saw you talking earnestly to some one of these booths, and I, I came and sidled up to you, and it, it was apparent that we were related or something like that, and I said in a portentous tone to you uh, that Theo, our, our pastor, has, has told us that these people are the spawn of the devil, and then, and then I walked away and left you to it. It was just so... The spawn of the devil is such a wonderful phrase, and uh, I, I must use it more often. Well, you used to use it on me all the time, but... <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, the, when we went to the um, the Crystal... Uh, something about the Crystal in Atlantis in 2012, whatever that one was called, uh, it was just amazing, all the people sitting in the room and nodding along and... Yes, I felt that way. You know, who's had trouble in their life? Yes, it was just all the classic Fora effect 
psychology and just uh, basically because people don't, are completely ignorant of what we now understand of how human psychology works and you know so I did the when I was talking to the uh, people one of the ones about the um, you know one of the ones where I was using the pendant and swinging it around and you know spinning it it turns out for me because I asked her how do you know which way is uh, yes or no and you've, apparently you've got to basically you've got to um, calibrate it in the first calibrate place right? calibrate it yeah. yeah so I had to ask it you said is my name Theo and um, and uh, I did it and it went anti-clockwise and she's like oh I'm anti-clockwise too wow we've got a connection um, and 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 then and then she said so then ask it and one the, the answer is no so like is the tablecloth black and it was green and guess what it went the other way uh, and so classic idiomotor effect so I think the next if I go back to it next year I'm going to go prepared so this year I went along and thought well I'll just pretend to be question, uh, just somebody who doesn't know anything about it um, and is just interested in this kind of thing a lost soul they can prey upon but next year I think if I go back I will take along some information about the common things I've seen so I'll take along stuff about the idiomotor effect um, there was stuff on uh, electromagnetic sensitivity Oh, syndrome. Well, that's, the, that's the one that um, really the only one I heard anything about, yeah. and I and like because some of the the way they get people in, I think some of the information they got they have to start with is sort of a bit scientific or scientific sounding at the very least, yeah. And basically, they say that um, this pendant actually stimulates the thymus so that it, it sort of boosts your immune system to protect you against, uh, you know, using mobile phones and, and mobile phone towers and um, high-voltage power lines yeah. and all that sort of thing. But, you know, there's nothing there to say how this wearing, this Oh, it's magic. It's placebo magic. Made out yeah. of t titanium. Yeah. Why should that oh, but boost no, your because, immune No, because they put it in a, in a scalar, in a... Um, Kind of field. No, in, in the well, he's a, I forgot his name. It's pretty embarrassing. Things like my physics. Um, uh, Tesla in a Tesla machine, mm. and uh, from that it transforms the atomic structure of the titanium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And then how does that boost your then they, magic? Immune yeah, they use magic. So, yeah, they use magic. Yeah, they, they elves. Yes. They use elves or leprechauns, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's what I should. I should next, next year I'm going to go. So, which type of magic do you use, elven or leprechaun? So in a way, it sort of feeds off fears people have because, you know, um, we have heard things about people getting brain tumours and things like that from using mobile phones. So rather than maybe saying, well, maybe people should use mobile phones less and things like that. Or maybe they should look at the research, research and find out yes. that's a load of crap. That's right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, they, they actually sell something that makes people think that they're going to be protected. Well, I mean, the main thing is they've, and that's the other thing I'll bring along is there was just recently a double-blind controlled study testing uh, electromagnetic sensitivity syndrome, and guess what? It's placebo. Oh, it's a nocebo no yeah. no yeah. effect, it's called, yeah. whereby people actually uh, convince themselves they have symptoms, so they actually have so placebo is normally a good thing where you feel better because of it, but the nocebo is the, the evil twin of the placebo, whereby you actually give yourself um, symptoms and they had they had people basically getting a sham electromagnetic field they told them it was on when it wasn't and then some people got so ill from it they had to leave and drop out of the study they vomited and so on so but I mean we shouldn't laugh because it's a real effect it's, I mean, it's a real, real horrible thing and but then that's right and if you know the truth behind it then you can try and deal with it in a in a 
proper way without um, being dishonest. So you can be dishonest and give people a placebo and they'll probably fix it for them because they'll just have to have dependent on them for the rest of their lives. It doesn't do any harm, but it's being dishonest and I have an issue with that. Um, and I'm sure there'll be some cognitive therapies people will come up with where people do use um, self-talk and meditation to get over it, you know, if they know the truth. I'm sure there'll be cognitive therapies that'll be on the on route because we understand these things now. So the, the other thing that struck me because I was I was doing some of my caricatures and sketches uh, broadly on the types that were there is that the people that had a room full of acolytes and they were talking on a microphone about something or other. A lot of them looked damaged. The people who were actually presenting yeah. looked damaged. And I thought it would be really interesting with the life history of some of these people because they, they were actually disclosing it to, to us in the audience that, you know, they, they'd had a terrible life and they suffered from depression and they child abuse and all this kind of stuff. And then you look at the person and, and the face is still pained yeah. and worn and ravaged. Uh, and it's, they, they sort of plumped for something to hang on to uh, and I, I, I think that one really ravaged one you saw that was like did give her a beating before she started to talk oh, that okay. might have been it okay. she didn't yeah. know that she was actually 70 <laughs> so she's actually quite, doing quite, quite, quite well, quite well. <laughs> the, um, now isn't, isn't that one of your aren't you arguing against these people with one of your fallacies what is it um, no no uh, what the hell would you know? You're not an authority on fallacies. Well, Be quiet. Yes, I think you're, Enough you're, speaking. You're, you're, um, I was going to edit this out uh, anyway. <laughs> you're casting a spell. No, no, we, we, blah, blah, blah. We, we uh, only use. On, not uh, this thing. Uh, we only use fallacies. And anecdotes, yeah, well. Personal abuse. I was just, I was just that, reflecting on what. I wasn't maintaining an argument, I was just reflecting on the experience. Yes. Now, the, another highlight for me, which was, you know, completely different. So, sorry, just before we go into that, listeners, yeah. that's a really good example of just dipping your toe into fallacies and thinking you understand. And, 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 right. understand and it only, it's, uh, if, if, and, and I could explain why you're wrong, Mum, but you'd have to understand it from my point of view, and you'd need my years of experience, so you'll never, oh, never yes. quite and grasp it. And yeah. now you're using another one. Because she's you're not bad. Yeah. Special pleading, yeah, yeah nice special work. Special pleading yeah. from Jeez, the she's, she's all right. Oh, she's all right. Oh, I'm pretty... I, 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 I think it's dangerous. I think we're going to hide all our yeah. yeah. <laughs> Block your mother from our website. <laughs> yeah, block her. No more study to win arguments. No more podcasts for you. <laughs> um, anyway. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it when people use it against me. I feel a strange. Anyway, um, another highlight for me was... There, there was an RSPCA stall there, and I, I'd been meaning to join the RSPCA. So just for our international people, the RSPCA is the? Uh, well, the same as SPCA in other countries, um, Society for the yeah, Prevention yeah. of Cruelty to Animals. And um, as Borat said, prevention! Yeah. <laughs> and they laughed. Um, but um, I, I, I leaned forward to the girl in the booth, and I said, look, I'm not really one of these mind-body spirit people, I said, but I'm interested in finding out about the RSPCA. And she leaned a bit forward to me and looked carefully at the booth either side and said with a hand next to her mouth to, to make it a private conversation, I said, I'm not either. <laughs> so the RSPCA This was just there. for your benefit. Uh, Dad was actually doing the hand thing fairly pointlessly, given this audio podcast, but... 
and they are blocked the sound. Yeah, blocking this. He doesn't understand physics, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I can see this is going to be a denigration drive. Yeah. Yes, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a family tradition. Uh, apart from Festivus, uh, the Clark family has what's known as a denigration drive. Yeah. But, and uh, that's where we drive aimlessly and denigrate denigrate each other mercilessly uh, um, throughout get, the whole drive. That could end can badly, I, I like it. get back to the whole festival, and that is, I think the interesting thing about it was there was a lot of this way out stuff that all was contradicting, you know, each store was had some new, wonderful, magical, magical therapy that was going to save you. Um, but in between that, you know, there was some good stuff. Like, yeah. of course, there were lots of people giving massage, which was wonderful. There were people doing yoga, which, you know, um, I think is great. Uh, there were people selling lots of different lavender products and hand creams and all that sort of thing, which is, is fine. And then there was lots of nice vegetarian food. So, um, you know, it was sort of so many different things. Um, mixed up all together. Yeah, sort, sorting out the wheat from the chaff is very difficult with these things if you don't know anything about them. Yeah, and and uh, even the RSPCA. Yeah, was there was there. MBF there, the health funds, all those things. Yeah, they're all into yeah, that stuff. But yeah. yeah, it. I I found it very interesting in terms of um, just how accepting people are of these things, and they just know them to be true. So a lot of the the comments from people they just know it to be true um, and that's how I have a real problem when we live in a society where people just take things that they, and that they are just true that's well it. and, and it's worse historically people in the, the dark ages knew that somebody in the village was a witch yeah and in, uh, we saw a documentary which we commented to each other on yeah there was a falling about children being labelled as witches in, in Nigeria Nigeria now at, at its worst, this kind of faux certainty actually leads to the death um, of small children. Yeah. And uh, I had thought maybe next time this, this festival rolls around, I, I'd like to look at how much a booth costs because I'd love to set up a booth as a witch finder. Yeah, witch finder, witch and wizard finder. And, and bring it, bring your child to me. <laughs> He's a witch. <laughs> and as people walk past, I go, a witch. <laughs> She must be killed! Burn her! Burn her! And then even set up one of those ducking stools. Yeah. That'd be good. Oh, I love the idea of a witch finder booth. That is awesome. And bring bring your children. Go <laughs> see if they're the spawn of Satan. Yeah, yeah. Well, but in a serious note, I cried watching that documentary. It was these poor five, you know, kids are like two and three years old being ostracised from the community because these evil, evil assholes are telling them that someone got ill in the village because this, this five-year-old kid is a witch oh, and then, the, then they've been threatened to be killed and they have to be, the mothers have to take them out of the villages. They oh, show the ones being beaten. They've got, they showed like a three-year-old kid with a broken arm that had, had the bone through it and never been fixed and so the bone was still showing through and, the skin. And, and they've been pushed into fires by their own fathers yeah. and, and had burns. Oh. They were just, they're just appalling. Like uh, the other thing is, when you when you think of we're in the 21st century, that's true of some places, but there are some places that are living out the 12th century. Yeah, and we need to remember that that um, 
uh, it's not a uniform culture across the world and knowledge is not uniform um, and may, maybe sceptics could get off their backside sometimes and go to real hot spots where there's real damage being yeah. done uh, to people yeah absolutely that's why um, looking at supporting and encouraging scepticism in countries where I mean, superstitious beliefs are in Australia for sure, but they're usually not particularly harmful except for on the extreme cases. But in other countries, it's, it's the run of the, it's throughout the entire society is harmful. But there's some great examples. So um, the most recent awesome one I can think of is the guy in uh, India um, from the, I think he was from the Rationalist Society in India, and he's taking on a shaman on national TV and telling the shaman to put his most evil death curse on him and then just laughed in this guy's face just laughed in his face on national TV, of course, because the guy couldn't do anything. He was just dancing around him. But that was the, the complete, utter um, contempt for him. It was just awesome. It was so good. So I think, yeah, next next year I go back, I might go for the complete, utter contempt uh, view of uh, people when I'm talking to them and to say, no, you don't know what you're talking about, especially the ones who start talking about physics at me old scale. No, actually, you don't have a clue what you're talking about. But if I, now that I know the kinds of things that are there... I'll be pre-armed with some information to give as well. So, oh, I might even have my flying spaghetti monster um, stuff and ask people if they've been touched by his noodly appendage and how his noodly <laughs> appendage can fix them up. Yeah, flying spaghetti monsterism, that could be the way to go. Well, actually, there, there is something that I haven't disclosed. And I get to people. dress as a pirate. I can dress as a pirate. Uh, there's something I haven't disclosed even to my family, but when we were living in the Seychelles, there was a, uh, a primitive voodoo-type um, religion there. That really went in peril with Catholicism. It was called Grey Grey, Grey Grey. Uh, and th- instead of um, zombies, they had uh, what was known as a bonhomme du bois, a uh, good man of the forest. And it was an ironic title because these were supposed to be this dead people walking. They could cause harm and so on. And I got interested in this because one of my students was researching it. And I went along to one of those ceremonies and I got, I got made a bonhomme de bois. Nice. And so I am actually uh, the undead. I am a zombie. That really doesn't surprise me at all. Well, you said I sometimes on the pod. Yeah. Um, but I, and again, it's an idea for another booth. You could have a booth on sorcery. Yeah, I wonder, wonder how much a booth costs. It would be good to come up with one that's satirical, but get get it past them. Yes. Cool. Not too extreme, so. I like flying spaghetti monsterism. Just call it FSM. <laughs> FSM healing or something. And they can get people who put noodles on their faces or something. Spaghetti. Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller did it in the, the bullshit where they, they had um, uh, had snail therapy. And they got people to put live snails on their faces. <laughs> calling going to be like, oh, my, fins, my skin's so much cleaner. Oh, feels so healthy. <laughs> Got people walking around the shopping centre doing it, so... Yeah, alright. Anyway, that was good fun. So, well, we may or may not go back next year. I don't know how much more uh, idiocy and inanity I can handle in one short period of time. I did like blowing my brains out a few times. Yeah, I, I, I also felt, you know, that even though I hadn't reimbursed my son yet, that, that paying the entry fee was a bit of a... And you're giving money across this sort of thing. That's kind of a bit of bit of a negative feeling as well. But that's right. The the web the the, the, the books people are buying and, and donations they make are actually what's subsidising this investigative journalism that we're doing. So I'm happy to um to waste other people's money on it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming, Mum. Yep. Okay.
So that was a rebroadcast episode of Hunting Humbug 101. For more information about the show and the book, Humbug the Skeptic's Field Guide to Spotting Fallacies and Deceptive Arguments, head to www.skepticsfieldguide.net. 